بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Major respected brothers and elders, it is first correct our intention that we are sitting here solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the rewards, the significance, the blessings and the nur of learning this wonderful deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had commanded us to learn in order to attain that full rewards that is mentioned in the Qur'an and the ahadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us this great opportunity to be seated in His house, the best place on the surface of this earth. We have congregated for Allah ta'ala's pleasure to read the Jumu'ah Salam. Indeed, Salam is a very important aspect and pillar in our deen. It is mentioned on the day of Qiyamah, the first thing that will be asked in question about will be regarding our Salah, our Namaz. If that is correct, then it is hope that inshallah throughout our journey we will be successful until we enter into Jannah. And if a person is not successful, and there's some shortcoming, then we'll have to fill up with much good, to fill into that place of Salam. What an important aspect it is in our deen, that Allah Ta'ala mentions in the quran Kareem that إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرُ that verily salam with the barakah and the blessings of that salam a person will be able to stay away from all types of wrong and evil those actions that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those actions that will take us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you look in the life of sahaba radiallahu an that when they were in any type of difficulty and calamity, immediately they resorted to salam. They made two rakats of salah that Allah Ta'ala make their task easy, that Allah Ta'ala accept from them. They made dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Looking in the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam in Sahaba radiallahu an used to come back, for example, from a battlefield, and after the battle, they shouldn't return home immediately. But first they used to go to the masjid and read two rakats of salam, two rakats of namaz. So it's one of the most important aspects of our deen. And a person that holds firm onto their salam, will hold firm unto deen. Today, if you want to see if a person is on deen or not, the first thing is see whether he is punctual at his five times salah or not. 
Now remember, namaz is to be read on its prescribed time. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had mentioned, that inna salata kanat ala al-mu'minina kitabam mawkuta. That salat has been prescribed on the believers, on its prescribed time. Now one is we have to make effort towards that salah. For example, we know the most difficult is at the time of Fajr. That at Fajr time, when a person will find difficulty to wake up, then he should question himself, why is he finding it difficult? Is it possible that at night, maybe he slept too late? Or is it possible maybe at night he ate a lot, and because of that he felt lazy? So if that is the case, then we have to look to that aspect, that how will it be possible for us to be able to wake up on time for our salah. Now as many people who Allah Ta'ala had granted such blessings, that they don't even need an alarm clock to wake up. Automatically their eyes will open. But those that will have this difficulty in waking up, set an alarm, make some effort towards waking up. Again, if you look in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they were traveling with Sahaba radiallahu anhu on a journey. And one of the Sahabim who was in charge of security at night, looking after the possessions of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the other Sahaba radiallahu anhu, it so happened at that time his eyes closed. He's supposed to be the responsible person to wake them up for salah. When the sun started rising, then the rays of the sun came into the blessed eyes of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he woke up. And first he what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon That we have missed our salam. Immediately Nabi alayhi salatu salam woke the other sahaba radiallahu anhu. They made hudum. But Nabi alayhi salatu salam did not read the fajr in that place, saying that this place was a curse. So let us move away and read our namaz in that place. Today, intentionally, we will sleep on our bed and we will make no effort towards getting up, towards reading that salah. Remember, laziness is no excuse for us. Family commitment is no excuse to us. Tiredness is no excuse to us. That even if a person is towards the end of their life, they are so sick and terminally ill, then too that person should read their salah. Again, if you look at Sahaba radiallahu an, that if they could not stand and read their salah, they sat on the floor and they read their salah. Then say, no, we can't stand, so there's no salah for us. So even if we cannot do that, and we are lying down on our bed, then let us read our salah. Because it's one of the most important aspects in the life of a Muslim. As I've mentioned in the start of the talk, that on the day of Qiyamah, this will be the first thing that will be asked to us. Our Shaykh Muhammad Ibrahim Rahmatullah used to encourage us 
And say one is our faraid, which is compulsory upon every single believer, five times a day. Now if you look at this five salam, when Nabi alayhi salatu salam, the only command that was given to him when Nabi sallallahu went directly to Allah Ta'ala was this gift of salam. Where he was called from Makkah Mukarramam, and Jibreel alayhi salatu salam accompanied Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam right until he reached close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah ta'ala commanded Jibreel alayhi salam to put Nabi alayhi salatu salam on another conveyance to Allah ta'ala. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam told Jibreel alayhi salam that throughout my journey you with me. Why don't you want to come and go to Allah Ta'ala. Jibreel alayhi salatu salam had replied that if I traverse one atom but further than this, one atom but further, I will burn to ashes. But Nabi alayhi salatu salam went on this conveyance through the veils of Nur till he reached Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala gave him this great gift of salam. So Allah Ta'ala initially gave 50 salah. And Nabi alayhi salatu salam gladly accepted it and was coming back down the heavens. On the seventh heaven was Ibrahim alayhi salam. On the sixth heaven was Musa alayhi salam. So Musa alayhi salatu salam asked him that what did Allah Ta'ala give you? He said he gave me this great gift of salah. So Musa alayhi salatu salam asked him that how many salah? He said 50. So Musa alayhi salam said go back to Allah Ta'ala. Request Allah Ta'ala to make it less. So he goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala makes it less by five. He comes back again, Musa alayhi salam said, by how many less did Allah Ta'ala make it? He said five. He said, no, 45 is still too much for your ummah. Go back again to Allah Ta'ala. And in this way, Nabi alayhi salatu salam went to Allah Ta'ala back to Musa alayhi salam, from Musa alayhi salam, back to Allah ta'ala, until there were only five salah left. Musa alayhi salam told Nabi salam, go back one more time again, go back again. And plead to Allah ta'ala to make it less. And he said that my followers couldn't even read one salam. Now salah is not only for the ummah of Nabi alayhi salatu salam. And the other ambi also had salam. For example, there's a famous incident of Sulaiman alayhi salam, in the time of Asar Salam. Now maybe the method of their Salah was a bit different compared to ours. But <coughs> he was busy, he was engrossed in looking after his horses. And at the time came in the sunset and he did not read his Asar Salam. Again, to train himself and as a punishment to himself, he slaughtered all those horses. Saying that it's of no benefit to me. It made me miss my salam. Today how much times intentionally we will miss our namaz. Which is one of the greatest pillars of Islam. So Musa alayhi salam tells Nabi sallam go back one more time. Musa alayhi salam pleaded with Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam. Nabi sallallahu said now I feel shy to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then how will I go back again to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? I cannot go. It's very difficult. 
So one is the five salah is compulsory upon each one of us. Then our Shaykh Muhammad used to say that read extra salah, your sunnat, your nawafil salam. Because if perchance in between there was one of our salahs maybe not accepted, then Allah Ta'ala will say, okay, you know what, this person did extra nawafil, let's fill it in. But if we haven't got the extra, then how are we going to fill it in? If you look at the life of Azad Ibrahim bin Adham, Rahmatullah alayhim, was a great saintly scholar. It is mentioned about him that after he used to complete his namaz, he used to take the palm of his hand and cover his face. So somebody asked him that, Azad, why is it you do this after your salam? He says, I only have the fear that Allah Ta'ala will say, you know, I don't accept the salah and throw it back into my face. Such great piety, such great pious people, but they had that fear that, you know, maybe my salah is not accepted. So today, we must ask ourselves, what is the concentration that we have in our salam? We make Allahu Akbar, our takbir and tahrimam. But immediately once we will tie our hands, our thoughts will run to this place and that place and all different aspects of our life. It's a nice incident that once at the time of Asr Salam, the Imam read three rakats. So after the Salam, now there was a debate. Some people said three, some said four. Some said three, some said four. Now people were a bit mixed up. The Imam also didn't know how many he read. So one person stood up and he said, Imam Sahib, I take the custom of Allah. He only read three rakats. So Imam Sahib turned to him and said, How can you say with so much of conviction that I only read three rakats? He said, No, Imam Sahib, I got four shops. And I only made hisab of three shops in my namaz. I still got one more shop hisab to make. So that's how I can say you only read three rakats. But again, showing to us that where is our mind? Is it in our salah or is it elsewhere? For that we have to train ourselves. Remember, shaitan will try his best to take us away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the dhikr of Allah ta'ala. So it is hope that once we will do this, it will help us. So, إِنَّ salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar That by reading our salam, it will prevent us, it will save us from indulging and committing wrong, evil and sin. And today we find this vice and evil all over us. The different, different evils. Whether it be music, whether it be zina, whether it be involved in all these evils that are happening today. But by us reading Salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save us. There's a narration that once there was a person that used to steal. He had the evil habit of stealing. So someone told Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that you know, this person has this evil so Nabi Sam asked one question, that does he read his salah? So he said he does, he's punctual in his salah, he even reads Tajjud salah. 
So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said then we have no fear because very shortly he'll stop this evil habit of his. And it so happened after some time in the life of Hazrat Umar radiallahu an, it came to be known that this person changed his life through the barakat of salam. Also there's another incident that happened in the time of one of our pious elders. So there was a person who came to this pious man and he said, Hazrat, you know I have one very evil quality. I'm a thief. So my nights are spent in stealing, breaking into people's homes, etc. So Hazrat told him, do me one favor. As soon as you hear the adhan, wherever you are, read your namaz. So he thought this is something funny. The Hazrat is telling me to read my namaz when adhan goes. But okay, I'm taking him as my guide, as my sheikh. Let him, and let me follow what he is telling me. So it happened one day that he collected everything, his whole loot he had with him. He was about to leave the house in the Adhan went. So he went, he made hudu, and he read his salam. When the owners of the house got up for salah, they saw, now what's happening here? All our goods are right by the door, and there's a man that is in salah right here. So they waited for him to finish and they asked him, that what is the matter here? We see our own goods next to you, but you didn't salah. So he said, no, I came to steal, but this is what my sheikh told me. That you know, I just read Salah as soon as you hear the Adhan. And I was about to leave your home in the Adhan went. And through the barakat of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had saved him from that evil of stealing. But again, remember that Salah must be the coolness to our eyes, coolness towards our heart. Today, we look for every opportunity to delay that salah, to make it kada, that you're not even interested in the salah. And some people will even tell them, come my brother, let's go for salah. They'll say, no, you know what, I still have to make hudu. You know what, I'm feeling a little bit lazy, I'll read just now, just now, just now. As they say, procrastination is the thief of time. So dear respected friends, remember that one, one minute that will go by, and we'll say, just now, just now, the time will go. Our salah will become kadam. One salah, two salah, ten salah, twenty salah, hundred salah. And we find it very difficult, you know what? Hey, leave it, man. Allah is merciful. Yes, Allah is merciful. But what effort are we making towards our iman? Towards that completing of that salah. That if a person can read their five daily salam, just five daily salah. They have achieved great in deen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the barakah and blessings of reading our five times salah, Allah will protect our iman. Then Allah ta'ala mentions further, وَلَا ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ And the dhikr of Allah ta'ala is the greatest. Now salah in itself is also dhikr. As Allah says, وَأَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ لِذِكْرِي and establish and read salah li-dhikri for my remembrance. So, this ayah mentions a dhikr of Allah Ta'ala is the greatest. Now if we look at the best of dhikr, is the kalima la ilaha illallah. The best, afdalu dhikri la ilaha illallah. 
Also in the hadith it is mentioned that man qala la ilaha illallah dakhala al-jannah. The person who recites the kalima la ilaha illallah will enter into jannah. That is a hundred percent true statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But remember, if a person will commit evil and wrong in this world, and they pass away without sincere repentance, then they will have to go to the fire of Jahannam first. Eventually, inshallah, one day they will go into Jannah. But ask ourselves, that who wants to go through difficulty before ease? We'll get the ease of Jannah. But who wants to go into the fire of Jahannam first? Nobody. Remember, by us taking Allah Ta'ala's name, Allah Ta'ala takes our name. And if we in this gathering, for example, we are sitting today, Allah will take our name in the company of the angels, the malaika. And remember the more dhikr we will make, that time that we will lift up our hands and make dua, even the angels will plead to Allah Ta'ala. That, oh Allah, this voice I have heard many times. This name I have heard many times. Oh Allah, you accept that dua. So we need to keep our tongues moist with the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala. With reciting Durood Sharif on Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now what is dhikr? If you open up a dictionary, we will find the meaning to remember. But it is to remember Allah Ta'ala in whichever way. Whether it be the adhan, whether it be the iqama, whether it be at the time of hajj, whether it is our namaz that we are reading, whether we are physically taking Allah Ta'ala's name, whether we are saying subhanallah, alhamdulillah, allahu akbar, la ilaha illallah. This is all the dhikr and the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And through the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, remember also we will be safe from a lot of fitna. We will be safe from a lot of taklif. A lot of problems in our life by the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once we will enter even into Jannah, we will ask Allah ta'ala, we will beg with the malaika, it send us back in this world. And even I can take Allah Pak's name one, one time, one time. It's too late. The reply will be given to us, Kalla, never, you'll never ever be able to come back into this world, even to take Allah ta'ala's name one time. So while we have the chance, while we have this life, then let us make much dhikr of Allah Ta'ala. This kalima la ilaha illallah, at least morning and evening, hundred times in the morning, hundred times in the evening. It's not difficult. Whether a person is involved in any works of deen, whether it be in the Daru Ulum, whether it be in the Khanka, whether it be in the Tabligh Jamaat, all are encouraged to recite La ilaha illallah morning and evening. Hundred times is not a lot. But remember that we will be making our Jannah already. We will be making that high stages in Jannah. Remember Jannah has many stages. Many, many stages. But slowly, slowly every day we are filling that pool of ours with the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala. We will definitely see the reward in the Akhirah. That from the time we will go into our grave, already remember we will see the benefit. We will see how Allah Ta'ala will open that grave for us. Send angels and malaika who have nur and light to accompany us until the day of Qiyamah. Then on the day of Qiyamah we will see how Allah Ta'ala will make it easy that our reckoning takes place.
Then it is time for us to cross the pull sirat, which is thinner than a strand of hair and sharper than a blade. How Allah Ta'ala will make it that we cross this pull sirat with the speed of lightning or even faster. Through what? Through our actions in this world. And this again, Allah Ta'ala has sent us for a purpose in this world. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ As Allah Ta'ala mentions, I did not send men and jinn إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we all should take the time to worship Allah Ta'ala, to be in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, and to save ourselves from the temptations of shaitan. Remember the temptations of shaitan, the temptations of the West, the temptations of those that are following the evil and trying to promote the evil in the name of Islam. It looks very flowery. It looks like a candy to a small child. You tell a small child, you know what, if you do this, I'll give you a sweet. They'll do the work. Why? Because you know, hey, I'm going to get that sweet. But, Ya Allah Ta'ala is telling us, do the good, you will get Jannah. That is our sweet. But remember, the West will portray this evil as something that looks so sugar-coated. But we don't know what's below that. And once we get hooked into this evil, into this wrong, into this vice, then many a times it is very difficult for us to come out from there. So from the onset, we need to save ourselves from all these types of wrongs, from all these types of evils. Turn our attention to Allah Ta'ala. Every day make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He protects our iman. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for ourselves, for our family, for our friends. And not forgetting the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the Shaykh al-Hadith, Muhammad Zakariya rahmatullah alayhi, used to mention if you want our duas to get accepted, and make dua for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before I conclude, dear respective friends, inshallah ta'ala, tomorrow, from Asr to Isha, we will be having an Islahi program that will take place in Masjid Mahmud in Clare Estate. Humble and from my own self, I would like to invite each one to come for this program, inshallah. And let's see where we can benefit. Try and bring other satis and brothers with you. And inshallah ta'ala, for the few moments spent in the path of Allah ta'ala, remember this great reward for us. Wa akhid da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi.